Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Today on the State of Ukraine, professional women's soccer flourishes even as the war touches some players. The Women's Soccer World Cup is captivating millions around the world, including in Ukraine, where it is a welcome distraction. NPR's Jenna McLaughlin recently attended a women's professional soccer match in Kyiv, and she found players are overcoming the challenges of a growing sport and a country at war. Young women are warming up on a beautiful green pitch, passing the ball and hyping each other up. It's perfect soccer weather. Breezy, a few stray clouds, cooler temperatures after an overnight summer storm on a Saturday morning in late July. But this is Kyiv, and the country is at war. I'm here to watch a friendly match between two professional women's teams. Our hosts, Shakhtar FC, represent Donetsk, one of the cities close to the eastern border with Russia. But the club hasn't played there in years. Yes, from 2014. If we talk about football, it affected traveling abroad. If we talk about life, it affected my parents financially. Now, the whole family had to move to Kyiv region. They've been here for more than a year since the moment of the invasion. For players like Ilivizieta Molyaduk, the war started a long time ago, back in 2014. But she says that playing for Shakhtar, it's always been a dream. Because I'm myself from Donetsk region, at that time it was a dream to play for them. That's why I joined them. Her team lives and trains in Kyiv now. It's safer here, relative to the front lines in the east. But the war has left its marks on all these women. If there's a missile alert, the game will stop abruptly. For now, all is quiet, except for coaches yelling on the sidelines. Shakhtar FC are in orange and black. They're playing a team from Kharkiv in blue. Within the first 30 minutes, a tall, thin woman on Shakhtar receives the ball at her feet. She leans back and takes a difficult shot from outside the 18-yard box. The ball sails across her body through traffic into the top right corner of the net. Shakhtar is up a goal. Her teammates gather her up in a celebratory group hug. But what you wouldn't know is that the goal scorer lost her father just days ago. He died fighting on the front lines in the fiercely contested city of Bakhmut. We stay with her, help her financially. Also some girls who are close to her stay with her overnight. It's much better to play than to be alone by yourself. Holovac Victoria is 26 years old, the captain of Shakhtar FC. Being on a team and playing the sport they love, these women say it helps them cope with the trauma of war, while also proudly representing their country. Sport in general helps to overcome stress. And I asked her, did she play with you together? She said, yeah, she scored the first goal today. It was a great goal. It was a class goal, Like so many young fans around the world, they're rooting for their heroes at the World Cup. Like Danish star Peniel Harder, Alexei Puteas, the two-time Ballon d'Or winner from Spain, and Jessica Silva from Portugal, who played against the United States in their third match of the tournament. Silva is Oleksandra Krevska's hero, 
She's from the west of the country. I would like soccer in Ukraine to develop on a professional level as fast as in Europe. I would also like to play in a professional championship among the professional teams. When I watch the FIFA championship, I see there is room to improve. Professional women's soccer is still developing in Ukraine. Only two years ago, clubs were first required to have a female squad. And there's still a lingering cultural attitude here that soccer is a boys sport, people tell me on the sidelines. When I ask the players about their dreams for the future, they say they hope their Premier League will grow. To be like the European leagues whose players are at the World Cup. Like a lot of things here in Ukraine, dreams of progress might be delayed. But these women aren't standing still. At the end of the game, the players shake hands and return to the side of the field, huddling together. This is the last practice match before their season starts. The war drags on. Ukraine is making slow progress in its counteroffensive, reclaiming territory inch by inch. Meanwhile, these women will look for victory on the field and for strength in each other. Jenna McLaughlin, NPR News, Kyiv. Thanks for listening to The State of Ukraine from NPR News. Our podcast is produced by me, Greg Dixon, and is edited by Nishant Dahia and Andrew Sussman. Please come back soon. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure. AI may be the most important new computer technology ever, but AI needs a lot of processing speed, and that gets expensive fast. Upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure. OCI is the single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. Do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic. Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Homes.com. The right agent can make or break your home search. That's why Homes.com provides an agent directory that details each agent's experience so you can find the right one and ultimately the right home. Homes.com. We've done your homework. There are a lot of issues on voters' minds right now. Six big ones could help decide the election. Guns, reproductive rights, immigration, the economy, health care, and the wars overseas. On the Consider This podcast from NPR, we will unpack the debates on these issues and what's at stake. You can listen to NPR's Consider This wherever you get your podcasts.